Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokémon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokédex, one Pokémon at a time. Welcome back to episode 166, only 500 episodes ago to the big, the big one. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. I wonder who we're going to be talking about at that point. <laughs> the Pokemon that will be revealed to be, have been the devil in hiding all along. Yes, yes. Uh, you, you've placed your bets, um, and, and you will maybe get that payout in years to come. Yeah, years and years. <laughs> uh, so many years. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there. It's, it's, it's us again. We... We made we've made a mistake. We 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 screwed up. Well, oh, we did screw up. You're right. We how we do didn't, you do? You wanna? We got. Should we we'll, just do that now? Yeah. Let, let's take let's take care of our our friend Seal. You remember Seal? We talked about Seal last week. You you may not remember. Maybe this is your first episode. Weird to jump in on an evolution. Uh, but weird to welcome jump in to on one sixty six. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we, we talked about seal last week and then we, we didn't we didn't scale it we didn't put numbers on the scales that we put on for every Pokemon mm-hmm. uh, it's, 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 so what what, what what do we remember, remember seal the little the little uh, water the water pup no one loves the cold like this cute water puppy watch out for its pointy unhorned head uh, not a horn not a horn not a horn um, um, yeah. humanity uh, hum- humans I mean, also don't seal. have horns true. But they also don't have weird, pointy, hard nubbins on the top of their head uh, yeah, that they not, use to break through ice. Not usually. <laughs> no, nor do they sleep on the seafloor. Yeah. Um, and seal kind of, it, it gets like uh, more powerful and, and happier the colder it gets. And that's sort of the, the inverse case. of, of yeah. humans. Uh, usually the colder it gets, the worse I feel. And, yeah. Uh, the closer to death I approach. So. <laughs> Um, I think, certainly not happy at 14 degrees Fahrenheit. Do we give do we give any points? Is it just a one for Seal? It's got a funny little tongue, but <laughs> <laughs> I too have a funny little tongue. Um, mm. no, I don't. I think it's a one. I don't think there's really any humanity in those dead, lifeless eyes. Yeah, those uh, those those eyes that are akin to that of a doll's. Mm-hmm. Um, deadliness, though, it's uh, it's, it's it doesn't have a horn, but it's got some kind of uh, it's got a it's got a maybe horn up there. One of the entries called it a horn, but so you're thinking about giving it points just because it's kind of sharp. It can break through <laughs> ice, thick thick ice. So True. I think I we mean, could you, give it at least if a... you trip and fall on that spike, <laughs> or if you you're swimming with uh, uh, Price's angry seal uh, out in the wild and they're they're starving yeah. and <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what they eat. Yeah, I I I want to give it a, a two at least just for the for being pointy. It's it has it has the power to break through my body um, as if it were thick ice at least. Pokey head, yeah, probably sure. Yeah, I'm, I accept this. Okay, cool. And uh, petworthiness, um, if it weren't for the fact that it kind of craves and needs the cold to fully yeah. be happy, I'd give it a lot more points, but. Uh, Unless you have a like whole Arctic environment set up, I feel yeah. like you're really doing an unkindness to Seal by yeah. keeping it as a pet. Because, uh, as it says, uh, it gets tired pretty easily in warm waters, according to Ultra Moon. Yeah. But if you're willing to adapt to a cold environment, it'd probably make a great pet, probably keep you warm with, with nice, nice hugs. Um, and probably yeah. do tricks like a seal does. Maybe, I don't know. It's it six, sticks its tongue out. So you get a lot of, a lot of fun photos. Um, <laughs> so I want to give it like a three, maybe just cause yeah, if, sure. you, if you could put, if you're put willing in the to work, make the sacrifices. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You're a three. Yeah. Okay. Classic, classic one, two, three on, on seal. Uh, oh, nice. And that's uh, and with that we we can close the book on on Seal, uh, at least until it gets more Pokedex entries in a new Pokemon game, and it's done, Seal. Um, so thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. This episode we messed up last week, so now we're done. No. Um, so yeah, we uh, now that we had that out of out of the way, we can actually 
uh, with, with full preparedness and, and foreknowledge, talk about Seal's evolution, whose name is Dugong. And you might be thinking, Dugong? I know what that is. And I'd be impressed because I, I didn't know what a Dugong before Pokemon was. But uh, a, a Dugong in real life is spelled D-U-G-O-N-G. It's kind of like a like a like similar to a manatee. I think it's got like a different tail. Uh, so it is its own different thing. Yes, but they're both. Uh, yeah, Wikipedia. The dugong is a marine a- marine mammal. It's it is one of four living species of the order uh, Sirenia, which also includes three species of manatees. It is the only living representative of the once diverse family Dugongidae. Its closest modern relative, Stellar's sea cow, was hunted to extinction in the 18th century. Aww. Bummer. Uh, 8.4 foot length on average and 550 to 2,000 pounds on average uh, for, for real-life dugongs. Uh, they are omnivorous, and they have a gestation period of 12 months. <laughs> wow, the Internet's a wonderful place. <laughs> Conservation status, vulnerable. Mm. To the uh, they do look very life. much like a manatee. Yeah, yeah, so very similar if you know what that is or if you're have less trouble looking it up for some reason i don't know but dugongs they look similar to to the pokemon dugong whose name is d-e-w-g-o-n-g but just imagine if they had like a like a makeover kind of and if someone like made them look pretty and uh almost like a mermaid uh yes they've got um it's it's bigger than seal it's it's still the sea lion Pokemon. It's number eighty seven. It's a water and ice type now, and it is five foot seven inches long on average and two hundred and sixty four point six pounds on average. So quite a bit lighter and quite a bit smaller all around than a, than a than real life dugong. Dugong, yeah. Um, and it's uh, yeah, not too much going on design wise just like imagine a dugong but with like a really cute kind of like puppy eyes face a couple couple tusks it's still got the kind of horn protrusion um the, it's the nose really is a little not lighter. that different from seal it put its tongue back in its mouth yeah it looks a little less goofy it doesn't have the but same like, other than that it's it's tails a little different looking the the dog mouth is is kind of faded away into just a regular mm, yeah mouth i guess i don't know it's not regular but it's still got the two tusks that are the tusks are pointing down now instead of up which is an interesting evolutionary trait uh tooth shift yeah just a quick tooth shift and it's i guess it's uh hands like its front fins are are a lot thinner than than seals which were like actual like hands that Mm, it could like walk around on it seems like i don't know if uh dugong can walk around quite as you see because it's its fins look a lot thinner and then it just has I the one tail like, fin instead of like the two kind of split into like a fountain. It looks like it would be more graceful in the water, but less graceful on the land than even seal. Yeah, to, to me, absolutely. Definitely looks more hydrodynamic for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, it's still just uh, the very, very uh, snow white kind of uh, presumably fur, I guess. It's hard to say, especially because it goes all. It covers its very thin-looking tails and, and fin, which seem like they wouldn't be fur, but it's the exact same color as the rest of its body. Also, its horn is the same kind of texture and, and look of the body. So who knows? Um, maybe the Pokédex will tell us. Maybe it won't. Um, but do the, seals have fur? I guess they do. Yeah, the, that that harp seal did for sure. Um, Maybe they maybe they kind of lose their fur when they get older, a little bit. Maybe just the pups have fur. I don't know. Um, because hmm. there's, like there's definitely there's definitely fur seals that in real life. It seems like IRL. It. I think they maybe are just similar to Pokemon in that they don't really look like they have fur, but actually maybe they, they do. do. Yeah. But like, there's also there's uh, like like walruses don't have, I guess they have like hair probably, but probably. The seals have. Isn't fur. it a thing that like all mammals have some kind of hair? I think so. But that doesn't necessarily mean all over their body. Anyway, this 
I have become distracted. I've been I'm using the internet too much. I also got distracted looking at the difference between a dugong and a manatee earlier. Oh, Apparently, yeah. uh, someone described a dugong as being quote like a manatee that goes to the gym. Oh, um, okay. Which is an interesting distinction. <laughs> they do seem really big. I wonder if they're 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 larger on average than than manatees. Um, just jacked. Yeah, just ripped as hell. Uh, manatee. I once got to feed a manatee from my hand. What did you feed it? Uh, wow, Jesus? that's a great question. I don't remember. I think they maybe just gave us like little manatee pellets. Oh, pellets. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't like dead fish or Pringles or something. No, it was some. It was just some like manatee feed. I honestly don't remember. It was quite a while ago, but mm-hmm. um, it was a cool experience. They got weird little mouths. Yeah, I, yeah. It seems like they would. Uh, I remember seeing like a walrus eat. I think it was a walrus or something like that. And it, it would spit up all its food onto the glass and then yes. eat it up. Regurgitation. I don't know why. It, this it, also sounds. Were we together when we saw this? Because I, I think definitely so. I think, had that exact same experience. I guess it's. I think it's just something they do. It's just walrus regular. behavior. Yeah. <laughs> walrus at SeaWorld being like, "Stop watching me eat. I'm gonna gross you out." Yeah, pretty much. Um, anyway, uh, Dugong. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's cool. I like it. It's very very cute, and yeah. uh, I think it's a solid evolution. Um, doesn't get too like weird or monstrous or like complicated like it's just it's just bigger and a little sleeker and presumably more powerful but so, it retains its cuteness yeah i like it too it's good um what what does dugong mean well <laughs> as if we haven't just been talking about real life dugongs for <laughs> right so the word dugong is it's a real animal um they also are combining that with the word do you know like do uh like like morning do or, uh, Mountain, or Dew. Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's like Dugong's favorite drink. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Dugong, but with more uh, radical extremeness. Um, so yeah, that's Dugong. The Japanese name for Dugong is Jugon, which is just Japanese for Dugong. Yeah. So not even trying there. Which is, yeah, not not changed in any way from the actual word for. Which dugong. is like it's not just a dugong. Like it's right. different. <laughs> it's it honestly looks more like a seal or a sea lion. But anyway, yeah, it's the sea lion Pokemon, but uh, its right. name is dugong. Yeah. Uh, the German name is. Wait, how many? How how Jays be working like, in like German? Like Yugong, Yugong, uh, from Urob which is Seal's name, and Dugong. Yeah, it's, okay, it's the last one plus a Dugong. Yep. Cool. Plus Gong, plus we added Gong. Very, very straightforward uh, this time around. Yes, indeed. names. Um, Except for French, much which I'm a little confused by. The French one is a little different. So the French is Lamontine, uh, which Lamontin means manatee. And Comptine means nursery rhyme. Huh. No idea what's going on. Not there. sure what that's about. Maybe it feels has... like uh, just putting teen on the end of it doesn't necessarily mean that it's nursery rhyme, but apparently that's what they're going for. I guess there's it does have a bit of like a fairy tale vibe to it, like like a mermaid sure. or like some kind of like mythical, like like a, a selkie something so yeah maybe that's all they're going for is just like it's like a manatee but from a nursery story <laughs> yeah i guess i no idea no idea why special but, manatee yeah cool and uh then... the korean name is juragon which is from dugong meaning dugong and duragon meaning dragon yeah, it's a dugong dragon, which that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, which, it's not a it's not a dragon, but it's not a dragon type, and it doesn't really look much like a dragon. Yeah, but it's it's definitely not just a dugong, so I'm, I'm glad they're going somewhere with it. <laughs> right, know? and it probably has some kind of abilities that make it dragon-ish. It could probably shoot an ice beam, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. And then last, uh, they, these are more or less the same this time than 
as, as opposed to last right, time. Right, last time it was different. So Mandarin and uh, Cantonese. Uh, Bak, oh, well, they look like they might be pronounced differently, maybe. But hmm. Bakoshi, or Bai Haishi. Bakoshi, Bai Shi. Yeah. Uh, so Bai or Bak is white, and Haishi or Hoishi is sea lion. So white sea lion, which is actually what the Cantonese name was. was for seal, except it was S-I, well, I with some kind of accent over it, S-I-U, white, instead of this by white. So Oh, huh. Interesting. Yeah, not not sure what's going on there, but I don't speak Chinese, so I couldn't tell you. In any but, case, white sea lion. Which, yeah, yeah at least name. Korea and, and China are, like, it's just, it's not, it's, it's not just a dugong or a sea lion. It's, there's some other element to it, but. Right. They're not just using the word for a real animal as the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but dugong, you know, it's, uh, straightforward. They can't all be, uh, like weird portmanteaus or, or obscure references to, like, you medieval folklore or whatever i don't know like <laughs> well and it, like uh, in particular i feel like seal and dugong it's just like it's generation one we're doing pokemon that are just basically real animals you know yeah. it's like yeah. yeah this one's just a seal they can't all be like you know crazy monsters with with 10 arms and beams coming out of their armpits and whatever like sometimes it's just a big sea lion you know like the, the armpit beam <laughs> machamp <laughs> Yeah. He's always shooting but beams yeah. out of his armpits. I mean, they're coming out of somewhere, and yeah. I know he can shoot them. He can shoot them. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into Dugong's Pokedex entries uh, right after this quick break at the Pokemon Center. And we're back to talk about Dugong. Will. Where does uh, Dugong store its thermal energy? <laughs> I bet you'd love to know. Let's find out. Uh, red and blue version says, stores thermal energy in its body, swims at a steady eight knots, even in intensely cold waters. Um, whomst? Red and blue? Who are we talking about? Yeah, who stores thermal energy in its body? Uh, doesn't say it's dugong. it's dugong what's going on with these entries it's, why are we why are happened, we just leaving behind it, this happened in yellow subjects. version last uh last last episode for seal um i didn't include it here but also the the leaf green uh entry for uh dugong is the exact same as red and blue except it has it at the beginning of both sentences so oh, it's very that's very considerate they, they fixed it this seems like a gen one issue that they we've run into exclusively with seal and dugong but maybe maybe Weird. we'll see it more i don't know um all right well Braden, i have uh i have questions yeah um where do you store your thermal energy will where else <laughs> <laughs> where else could one store thermal energy is in, what i would love to in, know in, in an energy backpack inside <laughs> to your uh, like what are you <laughs> In the cloud. Stores, I, that's where I store mine. It it stores body heat and its body. Like, what are you talking about? It's just that's just that's means just literally nothing. Um, also, swims at a steady eight knots, even in intensely cold waters, all the time. Always swimming eight knots. Yeah, it says uh, it says steady. <laughs> so yeah, um, maybe that's just as average. Um, it's uh, that's about nine, a little more than nine miles, I believe. Because uh, I was gonna say, a, I have no idea what that means. Uh, or miles per hour to knot is like one point one five miles per hour to one knot. So eight right. knots is about a little over nine miles an hour, which okay is a lot more impressive when you consider that it's like underwater, um, right? Because you think about how many knots you you could swim, and it's probably less than one yeah it must be <laughs> i can't imagine i could I swim mean, a mile yeah period and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah let alone in an, an hour, hour. average um, swimmer speed 
it's it is kind okay. of wild to me. The average swimmer that, can move uh, at a speed of about two miles per hour. Okay, so Dugong is four times faster than that. Yeah, uh, move over, Michael Phelps, the only I famous mean, swimmer that I know. <laughs> it is kind of wild to me that they are even putting in like. Which child is playing Pokemon and being like, wow, eight knots, huh? <laughs> yeah. Listen, they, the, the people who made those first games were, were big, like, animal nerds. Um, they, yeah. they probably were impressed by that. And, you know, when we were kids, we were reading all those National Geographic things and, and stuff That's like that. That's true. So. I was a marine biology kid. It has probably yeah. come up on the podcast before. Yeah. But um, so yeah, it's it's good that we get we get a sol- solid stat figure right off the bat, which is nice. Um, they're they're fast. Um, they're not like incredibly fast. They're not like Mach three or however fast Charizard was flying or whatever. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty uh, pretty nuts. Um, but I think it's also impressive that I mean it's less impressive because we've talked about seal, but the fact that it can swim that fast in intensely cold waters, like. Um, right and it doesn't even i mean the fact that it's swimming at a steady eight knots makes it like i that doesn't seem like it's its top speed yeah it's not exerting itself it's just it's average that's just it's walking around cruising speed Mm -hmm. of eight knots so regardless of how cold those waters are yeah pretty impressive i mean yeah i guess the the colder the water gets the the faster i'm gonna want to be swimming to either get Mm -hmm. out or keep my body warm so right uh, and Seal was pretty happy about the cold and seemed to be, in fact, happier the colder it got. So. Yeah. Um, what did it say? Uh, the colder it gets, the better it feels. As... <laughs> pretty directly stated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, uh, we know that uh, Dugong, much like every other living creature on the planet, stores <laughs> thermal energy in its body <laughs> and it can swim fast in cold water. nothing okay all right what's our next entry next up is yellow version its entire body is a snowy white unharmed by even intense cold it swims powerfully in icy waters well yeah that's got to be pretty powerful yeah pretty powerfully its entire body is a snowy white yeah i was expecting another word at the end of that sentence Especially because they hyphenated snowy white. Yeah. Like uh, a, a snowy white mass? A, snow, a snowy white. Well, let's, It is a snowy white. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee, um, which doesn't usually have new entries. They're all, all of the entries in those, in those games are just the yellow version entry, usually. But mm-hmm. in Dugong's case, it just says its entire body is a snowy white, unhyphenated. So ah, so all of my complaints are being addressed in the remakes of these yes, games, is what they, you're telling me. I'm telling you that they are reading the old entries and scratching their heads sometimes about their <laughs> syntax and word choice. So oh, well, that's reassuring. Yeah. Um. So yeah. The don't worry. Uh, they they fixed that one, but it's a snowy white body. Which yeah, I can see that. And I know. I guess we didn't know that it was unharmed by even intense cold, but we could have assumed so because. Yeah, we it know was that seal steady just loves in it. intensely cold waters. Yeah, powerfully in icy waters. Um, okay, well, uh, let's find out uh, how its behavior ten- changes uh, when when it gets colder. Gold version says its streamlined body has little drag in water. The colder the temperature, the friskier it gets. Oh. I don't... What does that mean? Frisky. Frisky. Playful, I assume? Yeah, frisky. Playful and full of energy. Okay. Yeah, the the bounds about like a frisky pup. Um, It delights in the cold. Yeah, which, you know, we, we... We've we've had multiple like the colder it gets, uh, the hap- the better it feels, and the friskier it gets. Um, this feels to me like a restatement of the colder it gets, the happier it feels. Like, yeah. If you're if you're acting frisky, you're you're probably happy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm usually not acting like that in intensely cold waters. Uh, like Dugong. I'm usually not frisky when I'm feeling upset. <laughs> yeah. No. Not not usually. <laughs> Uh, um, 
and yeah, it has a, has a like like I said, a very very hydrodynamic streamline, no no drag, uh, frictionless was, body. I was, I'm watching uh, the Clone Wars cartoon, as as you know, Will, uh, right do. now, and there's there's an episode where uh, some clones, as a as a ship, as a, a battle droid ship is is leaving the hangar of a base in space. A space base. A space base. Some clones uh, like shoot grappling guns onto it, basically that that hook on, so they can catch up to it. And they, they it drags them through space. And when the ship takes off, one of the battle droids piloting is like, "Huh, that that was weird." And the the commander droid is like, "What was weird?" And it's like, "Well, it looked uh looked like we were experiencing some drag, but it's gone now." And then the the commander droid was like, "You were experiencing drag in the vacuum of space," and he's like, "Yeah, that's weird." And it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's weird." <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's uh, that that show is funny sometimes, <laughs> and just a little physics joke for all the Clone Wars fans out yeah. there, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but similarly, <laughs> as if it were in space, Dugong does not experience drag um, in water because it's or at least. Little, little drag, little drag. Yeah, minor. So it's not completely frictionless. No, if it if it got rid of that horn, it could go at like ten knots probably. <laughs> uh, but it probably keeps the horn like straightforward. I don't know. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Hard to say. But yeah, it's it looks very very smooth and and sleek. Uh, so I'm I'm sure I'm sure this tracks. Uh, straightforward again here. Streamlined body. It gets frisky, which is funny, but. What else we got? It is, uh, yeah, got a progressively friskier behavior. Yeah. Um, this is fun. Next up is Silver Version. It loves frigid seas with ice floats. It uses its long tail to change swimming direction quickly. Uh, I mean, that's how, that's how swimming works, right? <laughs> it can do, you know, it can do hard turns. Yeah. It can do... Sick power slides it's got and drifts. emergency brake turns. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's drifting around the ocean. Tokyo the, drifting the, everywhere. The fast and the frisky. <laughs> the frisk and the furious. Yes. Uh, the what brisk a, and the furious. Yeah. What is an uh, ice flow? That's like a... Yeah, it's like an iceberg, I think. A large pack of floating ice often defined as a flat piece at least 20 meters across at its widest point and up to more than... 10 kilometers across drift ice so yeah like a like a field like of, of icebergs like uh like when uh the ice king puts gunther on an, on an ice flow and, and sends him off away because he's got a stank booty um as uh, as we all know from from yes. the hit comedy right. cartoon adventure time um but yeah it loves frigid seas yeah it gets frisky in him i bet it loves the ice, uh, uses the, the tail to swim. When it was a seal, it lived on icebergs. It fact. did. Yeah. It probably still does. Probably. I don't see why it would change. Uh, I don't, I think it seems like it still needs to, to breathe, probably. But <laughs> Probably. Anything's possible, but heart, it heart, seems like it. In the world of Pokemon, who knows? Yeah, anything yeah. could happen. Um... It does seem to be, they're really uh, hitting home that it's a more adept swimmer. Yes. Than Seal was. Yes. Or, I mean, it's not like they were saying that Seal was bad at swimming. But, but I doubt Seal could you know, change direction quickly. Its tail yeah. was less, you know, hydrodynamic looking than, than this right. one. It's a little, little silly and floppy. So yeah, this, this, this seems like a natural evolution. Well, like we were just talking about uh, the the breathing habits of, of Seal and Dugong, uh, let, let's find out where Dugong hmm. sleeps. Hmm. Crystal version. It sleeps under shallow ocean waters during the day, then looks for food at night when it's cold. And feeling frisky. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So it does. It's still sleeping in the same kind of shallows that that seal was sleeping yeah. in. Yeah, because I'm still confused about that. Well, I'm assuming they're shallow, so when it needs when it wakes up, it can get a, a gulp of breath pretty quickly and easily. Um, yeah, but I think we we landed on the fact that many marine mammals can in fact 
hold their breath underwater for quite a long time. So, and sleep underwater. Yeah, because they ain't they they sure ain't sleeping on the beach. Um, yeah, exactly. And then it looks uh, yeah. looks for food at night when it's cold, um, which is probably I don't know. I feel like less. I feel like most life is inactive during the cold so i don't know how how much it's finding out there but i also mm, don't know what it eats interesting point yeah we also yeah that's true we don't so know what it eats doesn't say it hunts prey it says it looks for food um hmm. whether did seal hunt prey i believe it did uh yeah seal hunts for prey in the frigid sea underneath sheets of ice ruby hmm. sapphire i mean so even if its prey is not active at night in the cold, it might still just be seeking it out. Yeah, and uh, uh, what are they? Do- actual dugongs are omnivorous, as I as I looking it up earlier. So I'm sure oh. it could probably do seaweed or whatever herbivore stuff it could it could find in underwater in the Arctic Ocean. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. In real life, the Arctic Ocean is actually rich and full of life, and there's a lot of... It's like there's a lot of krill there. I don't remember why. I think it's like a lot of nutrients get, like, swept up from the seafloor by the way the currents work or something, but it's like, that's why whales migrate so far. They go to warm seas to, like, have their babies, but then they bring them back to the cold seas to feast. Ah. Yeah, just like just like Dugong, um, they they sleep and relax in in the warmer waters. I guess for some reason, even though they do they do like it when it's colder. But they go when they're out and about doing stuff, they they like it cold and so it helps them be more active. I guess. Right, I think that's it. Is it's like if you're gonna be out hunting, then you might as well be feeling frisky. Yeah, and yeah. Active. Okay. Uh, speaking of it, of uh, its uh, habitat, let's uh, let's read our next entry here. Ruby and Sapphire says, hmm. Dugong loves to snooze on bitterly cold ice. The sight of this Pokemon sleeping on a glacier was mistakenly thought to be a mermaid by a mariner long ago. Ah, I I wonder if that's like, is that based on like reality? Was that, is that where like mermaid myths come from? People seeing like sea Dugongs. creatures on rocks and stuff? Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure that the, the, the going theory is that, like, manatees, dugongs, these sorts of animals were the genesis uh, of, of mermaid stories. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Now, in the case of this Pokedex entry, it seems as though the Pokedex is really just dunking on, like, one sailor from a long time ago. <laughs> They're like, remember when Steve thought that that seal was a mermaid? Ha! <laughs> Dummy. Uh, long, that's a long ago. Long ago. Now that we have binoculars, we can. Yeah. No, they we, they had telescopes back then. Um, I guess if you just look at the sleeping form of of dugong, you don't see the whole body. It's got a fish. It's got a very mermaid-like tail, based on you know popular conceptions of mermaids. But right. Yeah. It right. is interesting that they're drawing this mermaid connection directly. It doesn't look like it has any human characteristics so that is kind of an odd mistake yeah. to make but you but know again it's historically accurate yeah yeah um but they they love the snooze on on bitterly cold ice uh even though they sleep under shallow ocean waters as, as our last entry just said last entry uh, uh what the heck i guess it says crystal says it sleeps under shallow ocean waters but Ruben Saffer said they love to snooze on bitterly cold ice. They love to snooze. To me, snooze is more like a nap. Yeah. So they um, s- they just stop for a quick. Maybe when they're cold when they're hunting nap. and and they take a little break, they they snooze on 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 some ice they they find before getting back to it. Or they climb all the way up on a glacier, which seems out of the way. But yeah, I guess. Aren't glaciers usually like? a cliff face by the time they get to the actual water. That sounds right. Because uh, you always see those videos of them, like, crumbling into the ocean. Right, right. And it's, like, walls of ice coming down. But if it's in, like, an ice flow, there's probably... It doesn't say it snoozes on, on glaciers specifically, it just says it snoozes on cold ice. 
which... Right, but the sight of one sleeping on a glacier was mistakenly thought to be a mermaid. Oh, that's true. Huh. Maybe it was just, maybe it was way high up there, and they're like, there's no way that's like an animal. <laughs> that's a mermaid, for sure. I wonder how high Dugong can jump. If it can swim at eight knots, just go right. straight up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it can leap way out of the water. Leap a, 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 a glacier in a single bound. Yeah, its streamlined body has little drag. Yeah. It just gets real frisky and just launches itself out of the ocean. <laughs> probably. They can probably jump pretty high. They've, they've got the, the power for it. But yeah, um, they like sleeping up there because people mistake them for mermaids, I guess. A lot of a lot of discussion of where they sleep uh, that is, you know, contradictory and confusing in these yeah. two Pokemon entries. Well, listen, I, I sleep on my bed, but I love to sleep in a beanbag. I don't know, like... You used to love to sleep on a couch. I used to, um, and I, I have a couch that's much more sleepable than than my old one again. But I don't mind the bed anymore. I don't share a room with someone else, so it's yeah. not a, not an issue. Yeah, uh, let's uh, find out what color its fur is again from our next entry. I guess <laughs> Fire Red says its body is covered with a pure white fur. The colder the weather, the more active it becomes. Sure. That's why so I've been told. more active at night. Yeah. Yeah. More frisky. Pure white fur. Snow white fur. Yeah. Coldest power for dugong and seal. Let's talk a little bit about the, the practicality of that white fur, though. Diamond Pearl and Platinum says, In snow, the pure white coat covering its body obscures it from predators. Okay. There so you have it. Yeah. It's camouflage. Camouflage. No, uh, no, no polar bears or uh, bear ticks or mammoth swines. I'm trying to think of possible predators <laughs> for for dugong. Yeah. Well, now we know that it does have them. Yeah. Someone's trying uh, to eat those those juicy dugongs, but uh, a bomb of snow. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Gyarados. Sure. Yeah. Sharpedo. Sharpedo. Oh my gosh. Nasty fish. Um, there's no like killer whale Pokemon, is there? I mean, there's Whale Lord, who is. You think Whale Lord <laughs> eats meat? It probably whale just eats whatever very big, whatever ends up in its mouth. Yeah, it just opens its mouth and goes. In which case, yeah. I don't think that uh, uh, camouflage would do you much good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it does have it. Um, so, but also, its camouflage is specifically for in the snow. So presumably, it's, right. we're talking about land-based predators here. Yeah, um, so, yeah, because it can probably snooze pretty comfortably on bitterly cold ice because it's pretty hard to see. It's camoed. While it's on, on the ice, um, so, that's good, it's, uh, I am curious, I feel like it doesn't, it takes usually until, like, sun and moon, and I think we'll actually see that here, but, but those are the games that usually start to mention predator and prey by mm, name yeah. in relation to, to the subject yeah. yeah um uh so let's uh let's keep going uh next black and white two pretty pretty straightforward again here all right black and white two says its streamlined body has low resistance and it swims around cold oceans at a speed of eight knots yeah uh i know so i've been told yes i'm aware but just in case let's let's remind ourselves one more time Ultra Sun says it swims through the ocean at a speed of eight knots, searching for Pokemon that will become its prey. It's especially fond of wishy-washy. <gasps> wishy-washy? Uh, wishy-washy are so sad and pathetic looking, though. Why would do yeah, that? Yeah, well, apparently they're delish and maybe uh, exist at the correct, um, Juncture. you know, area, the, the, those nice right. cold oceans. right. I wonder if they they do the the because you know they they this they school, um, so I right. wonder if 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 as a school maybe maybe Dugong uh, does not does not interact in, in that instance. Does it evolve into the school or no, is that it just, like a it form changes it form? Takes? Yeah, it's like a it's like an ability it has, which is interesting. But Dugong Dugong loves those little guys. I mean, uh, they do look like little bait fish yeah they do look like the most stereotypical like fish that other 
aquatic animals eat. Yes. hundred uh, percent. So, yeah. Yeah. They're very they're they're pretty little though. What is uh how big how big wishy washy? Uh yeah, they're eight inches long. So yeah. just Which, like little mackerels or whatever. Yeah, it's a solid it's a solid meal for, for doing or like a, a snack. Um yeah, it's especially fond of, of them. Uh sorry, wishy washy. <laughs> get eaten by dugong who you can know. probably swim a lot faster than you I'm, I'm just i'm guessing i don't know yeah dugong seems like it would be pretty good at uh at the hunt yeah but it says searching for pokemon that will become its prey so wishy-washy is not the only one that it eats uh it's just especially fond of them yeah everybody's probably. on the menu well maybe not everybody but you know yeah i think magikarp actually uh infamously tastes really bad um oh but wishy-washy that's good it's good eating speaking of 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 eating uh let's talk about some of uh dugong's eating practices ultra moon says it sunbathes on the beach after meals the rise in its body temperature helps its digestion hmm. huh Dangerously close to to poking holes in my Pokemon don't poop. uh, (laughs) uh, I wouldn't say theory, but like... Conviction. uh, Conviction, Assertion. They do do digest, apparently, though. So the one thing, it's like being colder makes it feel better, makes it more active, but when it needs to digest, that's Mm -hmm. when it needs to warm itself up. Yeah, and just rest in general, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Because it's probably not moving around generating its own body temperature or uh, yeah. thermal energy that it stores in its body. In as its they body, say. naturally, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, this... Uh, this they, they make seals, or dugong's life, sound pretty ideal. That's, that's That sounds nice. Yeah. Like, go for a, a frisky swim in, in, in the... Uh, the cold but actually good feeling ocean. Uh, yeah, right. Find, They're find set up to, and to handle the cold. Once you have a good meal, just kind of relax in the sun, and maybe maybe snooze a little bit on on an iceberg. Now you do have to watch out for predators, apparently. Well, not We're so not... much on, on on an iceberg while you're sunbathing because I mean, they're not going to be able on, to see you. Depends I mean, you on should... how good your camo is, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Duong sounds like it's got it pretty nice. Yeah, it does seem pretty good. Um. That's all. That's all the entries. What do What do we think? Uh, it seems like Dugong's just kind of living the living the life. Uh, Dugong. Dugong. Uh, I don't even know. Um, thrives on the cold. Dugong thrives on the cold. And swims real good. And relaxes to the maxes <laughs> in the sun. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's this one is it, like it eat, it eats other Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing terribly unexpected here, you know. Yeah, it's just like it's this like, is like a uh, a powerful green animal in, in the yeah, Pokemon world. Like right, nothing in here that would be. I mean, the only thing that feels unrealistic is the like direct correlation between activity and cold like even right. even real world animals that are adapted to the cold don't tend to be like ah it's even colder now i feel great like yeah. you know but other than that like this is a pretty standard marine mammal behavior i feel like yeah pretty pretty straightforward for too long uh which makes me want to put our humanity score pretty low again yeah I guess it does. Uh, the the sunbathing after a meal sounds like a nice, like that's that's a very relatable experience. Sure. Um, uh, m- mermaids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody uh, thought that it looked at least half human a long time ago. Can can we give it a two or should we just leave it a one? I, I kind of want to give it a two just for the stupid mermaid thing. All right, two points. This is our podcast. <laughs> Um, Deadliness, I feel like, should be the same as it was with Seal. I guess it's faster it now. So, yeah, I think it's just by sheer weight. And the fact that it can swim that fast and presumably still break through thick ice, the fact that it can move faster, give it more propulsion, I think I think we could bump it up to a three. Yeah, sure. We, we, we do 
hear about its prey, although we, we knew that seal was eating prey as well. Um, petworthiness is probably a three again? Cause yeah, I think it's the same same I mean, reasoning, basically. There, there's exactly. no entries here that talk about it disliking the warm waters as much as a seal did. But and it just fact, seems... Sunbathes even, so I don't know. Yeah. And also, it's 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 bigger. It like, loves frigid seas with ice flows. Yeah, you know, like yeah. And you're, just, I'm not I'm not moving out there. Temperature is so key to it to its its life. It seems like you know, modu- modulating its temperature through its yeah. environment seems important to it. Yeah, it's 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 developed a, a healthy kind of daily routine that, that maximizes its its temperature usage. Yeah. Again, probably not a great idea to to keep as a pet unless you are living in 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 Arctic waters. Unless Um, you bought a zoo. Yeah. Um, So, but but it is compared to seal. I think it's like it's a lot bigger. Like it it looks like a like a real a real big dog that would be real fun to hug and maybe swim with if you can have like proper you might want to get a a wetsuit or something. Yeah. Yeah, but. So I don't know. Can we? I guess. I guess seal is a three. Do we just keep it at three? I think it's still a three. Yeah, that makes sense. That's dugong. Dugong. I love it. It's good. Sometimes it's just a Pokemon, and you know that's okay, especially after uh, Stuffle and Beware kind of kind of blew our minds in our, in our yeah, last sure set did. of episodes. Uh, but uh, bef- before we wrap things up here, we'll we'll give uh, dugong uh, a chance to. Speak for itself in in our favorite section. I don't know if it's our favorite well, section. Editorializing much? Jeez. In in a section of our podcast <laughs> called "In Their Own Words," uh, where I read the quotes they say in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon and at their different states of HP. So at fifty one percent to one hundred percent HP, Dugong will proclaim, "The colder it gets, the stronger I become." So taking my my hulk analogy from last episode uh, to its literal conclusion (laughs) just there is a bottomless well of strength as long as it can keep getting colder which is wild um love love to see it um and uh with a with a with a classic line at 26 percent to 50 percent hp it says about half my hp is gone just yeah classic remember remember when dugong said that that was (laughs) Classic <laughs> dude line. line. Yeah, what a character. Uh, yeah, but uh, at 1% to 25% HP, Dugong will say, it's no good. I can't get any power, even if it's cold. Oh, no. Which not is, even ooh, the cold. Not even the cold. You I said the colder it gets, the stronger you become, but you've so you've become so weak. You've just been roughed up too much. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, uh, when it levels up, it'll say, yes, I leveled. I'll show you. <laughs> oh, it's a little intense. But yeah, it's not usually so aggressive there at the end. Well, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show for you. Letting me get my HP down to less than twenty five percent. Um. So yeah, I I hope we showed you uh, a good time <laughs> and uh, and I hope you had fun listening to us talk about uh, the sea lion Pokemon. Or one of the sea lion Pokemon. I believe there are other with this uh, designation as, as species. But uh, Dugong is is behind us now. Um, and ahead of us, we have this Pokemon. Who is it? Who could it be? I have no idea. I don't but know. We'll, uh, we'll figure that out later. And maybe you will too, um, if you are... Presumably uh, you will if you keep uh, listening to the podcast. Well, yeah, may- but maybe even sooner if you, uh, if you if your detective work is 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 truly brilliant. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll wrap things up here. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and thank you to PokemonDB.net and uh, Bulbapedia for all of the useful info I grabbed from them, and thank you to Partyfish.media for for kind of for hosting us on their on their podcast network. Check out other cool shows on the website partyfish.media and uh stay tuned for next time um also uh w- w- watch andor i like andor a lot oh yeah y'all hear about star wars and, and andor oh, andor 
feels like the first Andor feels like the first Star Wars piece of media that I've enjoyed as much as like The Last Jedi or Rogue One. I can't remember which of those came first, but yeah, That's, this is I think Rogue One came first. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um I'm actually I'm gonna look it up. Rogue One release date. All those all those when they were, remember when they were made Star Wars movies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Last Jedi was 2017. Rogue One was 2016. Oh, there you go. There you have we're, it. And we're close together. So yeah, those were the last two pieces of Star Wars like movies or TV shows that I feel like I really, really enjoyed. And um, now, now Andor. There are other ones that have been like, you know, yeah. fine, fun. Yeah, the, whatever. the other movies were fun. The thing Mandalor- is, like, Mandalorian was fun. But... Yeah. Star Wars, it's like so often Star Wars. I don't necessarily expect to be like it's so good. It's like it's yeah. Star Wars. It's silly. It's fun. You know, right. I love it, but it's not because it's like great media. But yeah, it's it's really you're, refreshing you're to see. You're hyping uh, me. You're hyping me on Andor. I I am doing my best. I I <laughs> I I bug you about a lot of TV shows. Uh, I mainly watch because none of them. <laughs> well, mainly because I have a lot more free time, and I'm just a, a, a hedonistic wretch that just watches TV all the time, so I can get through a lot more than you. Yeah, you but, and everyone else. But but this one, uh, this one in particular, I I want everyone to watch and talk to me about it because it's it's so good. Anyway, um, that's Andor, and this is the Andor of our show. Ah, uh, ah, ah, ah. I'm, uh, I'm as gonna... long as we're plugging media. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been reading uh, all of the First Law books oh, yeah. by uh, Joe Abercrombie, and I also am desperately trying to get anybody to consume them and talk to <laughs> me about them, uh, and nobody will. Uh, Alas, so it goes. It's a bigger <laughs> ask to be like, hey, could you read this trilogy? As opposed to like, could you watch three episodes of television? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Well, I'll, I'll work on it. I've... Uh... I read a lot of comics every week, but I, I can I can work some books in there maybe. Um, but tune into our our first law podcast. Uh, Ooh, someday. Interesting. Maybe. Interesting. Who knows? Unless you read it and you're like, this is garbage. We'll have a terrible taste. Yeah. No. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and and you might as well. We uh we gotta go though because it's it's time and I'm hungry. So my name is Brady. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.